Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The new speaker, Mike Johnson, sends liberals to school about how prayer is allowed in the Constitution. We have a clip of his speech acknowledging God after he's sworn in. In a city bans red and green colors for Christmas? Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The new Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, Mike Johnson, actually schooled the liberals on CNBC when they complained that he prayed from the seat of power. Is prayer allowed in the Congress? Well, Mike Johnson says yes. The Blaze reports House Speaker Mike Johnson, Republican, explained last week Tuesday why the doctrine of separation in church and state, which doesn't exist in the Constitution, is routinely misunderstood and misapplied by liberals who hate God. Mike Johnson did an extensive interview on CNBC's Squawk Box. And the host there, Andrew Ross Sorkin, asked Johnson about the public perception, in other words, the critics, of his decision to pray on the House floor after he was sworn in as Speaker. Isn't that something left to chaplains? No, actually legislators can pray too. The liberals had suggested that he somehow violated some great principle of the Constitution that bans faith from the public square, when actually the Constitution says the opposite, that faith is not banned, it is free to be expressed even in Congress. Mike Johnson responded to his critics with a history lesson. Let's roll that clip from CNBC, thanks to Andrew Ross Sorkin. Speaker, I just wanted to ask you a separate question. Uh, You've talked uh, quite openly, publicly, about the importance of faith and faith in your life. Um, I think it was the first day that uh, you had been uh, sworn in. It appeared uh, that you were praying on the floor uh, of Congress with a number of other uh, congressman, and there is a question about the separation of, of church and state. Uh, we often talk on this show about uh, folks, uh, about whether religion should play a role uh, inside a company, whether people should be allowed to, to pray inside a company. There's one thing to, to pray outside and to, to have your faith, and, and, and there's a great importance in that. But how do you think about that, and how do you think about the public perception of that? Listen, faith, our deep religious heritage and tradition, is a big part of what it means to be an American. When the founders set this system up, they wanted a vibrant expression of faith in the public square because they believed that uh, a general moral consensus and virtue was necessary to maintain this grand experiment in self-governance that we created, a government of, by, and for the people. We don't have a king in charge. We don't have a middleman. So we've got to keep morality amongst us so that we have accountability. And so they they wanted faith to be a big part of that. The the separation of church and state is is a misnomer. People misunderstand 
understand it. Of course, it comes from a phrase that was in a letter that Jefferson wrote. It's not in the Constitution. And what he was explaining is they did not want the government to encroach upon the church, not that they didn't want principles of faith to have influence on our public life. It's exactly the opposite. Washington said, of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. And John Adams came next and he said, our Constitution is made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. They knew that it would be important to maintain our system. And that's why I think we need more of that. Not an establishment of any national religion, but we need everybody's vibrant expression of faith because it's such an important part of who we are as a nation. Well, Speaker Johnson, we'll be watching, and uh, I don't know whether it was should, I guess I said, it's okay, good luck. I don't want the government to shut down, I guess, so good luck uh, today, and good luck in your, uh, man, 100 days, uh, going to seem like 1,000 days, probably, when it's all said. Thanks for all your time uh, and fielding all the questions. And, we appreciate it very well, much. Yeah, we do appreciate it, and we're the least of your problems, probably, with when you got, uh, you know, your caucus, and then you got the other side to deal with, but... Uh, thanks for all your time this morning. Appreciate it very much. Thank you all. Appreciate it very much. And our thanks to uh, Andrew Ross Sorkin and CNBC's Squawk Box. Uh, you know, to add value, let me go ahead, take a moment, and discern the spirits. There is uh, an influence behind the scenes, right? And we all know who the human actors are in this story. We see the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. We see the liberal complainers who say, oh, separate even Thomas Jefferson himself. Those are the human actors in the story, but where are the non-human spirits? How do we discern the spirit of God, the angels, the demons who could be acting behind the scenes? We can see them through the lens of biblical morality as they influence the human actors in their free will moral choices. So that, that's a long way around of saying, listen, uh, maybe sometimes there's an angel on one shoulder telling you to do good, and there's a demon on your other shoulder telling you to sin, and which one is Speaker Mike Johnson listening to? If he, is, if he got up there and, and let's say he was elected Speaker, uh, but then he felt all this pressure, all this fear, the demonic voice speaking to him saying, don't pray, uh, people are gonna be offended by that. Um, you know, it's not your job to express your faith. You need to be quiet about that, says the devil. Or on the other hand, the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, whispering to Mike Johnson, don't be ashamed. Anyone who denies me, I will deny him later on. Instead, but anyone who proclaims me in my name, I will announce him, says the Lord Jesus. Um, Mike Johnson, we discern upon you, sir, the Spirit of God, because without fear, you not only proclaimed your faith, but then you defended why it's constitutional to do so. And congratulations on being elected. The Bible says this in 1 Thessalonians 5, we are commanded to rejoice always and to pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So if the Bible says pray without ceasing, that means don't stop. And if, if the Holy Spirit tells you to pray, are you gonna be afraid of that? No, Mike Johnson was not afraid. In fact, let's pray for him right now. Would you join me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for all of our elected officials that they would have the courage of conviction, as did Mike Johnson, to pray in Jesus' name, to be unashamed of their faith, to proclaim the gospel, even from their position as elected officials, that their personal faith does not uh, it's not invalidated or checked at the door when they take their seat in power, but instead the kingdom of God will flow through them 
to help us govern wisely. We pray this blessing upon him in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll have clips from his actual prayer during uh, in, in his acknowledgement of God after he's sworn in as speaker. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. In Israel, in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12-minute segments so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. Did you know religious freedom is under fire in our military today? Our troops do not have protection. For example, military chapels are now being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies on bases in all 50 states. Our troops are now also faced punishment if they dare to object to sharing common sleeping quarters or common shower facilities, or if chaplains dare to quote the Bible during private counseling that declares that homosexuality is a sin. Nobody in our military should be forced to violate their Christian conscience, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Let's defend religious freedom for our troops. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from maybe three or four weeks ago. The Blaze also reported that House Speaker Mike Johnson, after he was elected Speaker unanimously by the Republican caucus, and, and that was an ordeal, right? Because they were so divided at the moment, but it was a miracle. And he acknowledged God's presence in his victory speech. The Blaze reports House Speaker Mike Johnson explained why um, it gave, gave a, a rousing explanation of his own personal journey and his own personal faith and why he was able <clears throat> to, to acknowledge God's presence and power and prayer uh, that brought him to the speaker role. Let's go ahead and roll some of that original footage. Uh, I think this comes from uh, the, the, uh, the C-SPAN and the original footage of him speaking in the house. I want to thank my dedicated wife of almost 25 years, Kelly. She's not here. We couldn't get a flight in time. This happened sort of suddenly. 
but, but we're going to celebrate uh, soon. She spent the last uh, couple of weeks on her knees in prayer to the Lord, and um, she's a little worn out. We all are. I want to thank our children, Michael and Hannah and Abby and Jack and Will. All of our children sacrifice. All of them do, and we know that. And um, there's not a lot of perks to being a, a member of Congress's kid, right? And so I want to thank all of your families as well for what they endure and what they've had to endure for the last few weeks. We've been here a while. Uh, yeah. I don't believe there are any coincidences in a matter like this. I, I believe that Scripture, the Bible, is <clears throat> very clear that, that God is the one that raises up those in authority. He raised up each of you, all of us. And, and I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us to be brought here for this specific moment in this time. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today to use the gifts that God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great country, and they deserve it, and to ensure that our republic remains standing as the great beacon of light and hope and freedom in a world that desperately needs it. It was in 1962, in 1962, that, that our national motto, In God We Trust, was adorned above this rostrum. And if you look at the little uh, guide that they give uh, tourists and constituents who come and, and, and visit the house, if you turn in there to about page 14 in the middle of that guide, it tells you the history of this. And it says very simply, these words were placed here above us. This motto was placed here as a rebuke of the Cold War era philosophy of the Soviet Union. That philosophy was Marxism and communism, which begins with the premise that there is no God. This is a critical distinction that is also articulated in our nation's birth certificate. We know the language well, the famous second paragraph that we used to have children memorize in school, and, and they don't do that so often anymore, but they should. G.K. Chesterton was the famous British philosopher and statesman, and he said one time, America is the only nation in the world that is founded upon a creed. And he said it's listed with almost theological lucidity in the Declaration of Independence. What is our creed? We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, not born equal, created equal. And they are endowed by the, the same inalienable rights, with the same inalienable rights, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That is the, that is the creed that has animated our nation since its founding, that has made us the great nation that we are. And we're in a time of extraordinary crisis right now. And the world needs us to be strong. They need us to remember our creed and our admonition. Turmoil and violence have rocked the Middle East and Eastern Europe. We all know it. And tensions continue to build in the Indo-Pacific. The country demands strong leadership of this body. And we must not waver. Our, our, our nation's greatest ally in the Middle East is under attack. The first bill that I'm going to bring to this floor in just a little while will be in support of our dear friend Israel, and we're overdue in getting that done. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. Thank you. So there you saw him. <clears throat> People ask me, Chaps, what do you think of the new speaker? Well, he's Christian, he's conservative, 
and he's under the gun, right? He's gotta compromise sometimes to get budget deals passed. The Democrats still control the Senate, but he and the Republicans control the House for now until the 2024 elections decide who has the next government. He's doing the best he can. Thank you, Mike Johnson, sir, we respect you, and you're always welcome to come on our show and give your opinions here. Let's take a short break. When we come back, a city bans red and green colors for Christmas. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can you should donate to it you can also use your promo code pray news and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts a lot of those proceeds are coming right back i'm going to put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show my employees and i are excited to announce it's our 20th anniversary and to celebrate we're bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with the most amazing cotton two-inch pipe gusset comes in four custom loft levels and it's machine washable and dryable when i got my pillow i'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported in line. That's why we've been around for 20 years because MyPillow works. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, only $19.98. With my 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from The Blaze, who reports... A city in Wisconsin is actually now banned the colors red and green from being displayed in the in the halls of any government office because it might inspire people to celebrate Christmas at the workplace. Are you kidding? Uh, a city in Wisconsin says the blaze has been accused of censoring all displays and expressions of Christmas on government property. By the way, that's illegal and they can't do that under the Constitution, says a conservative law group that says uh, they're breaking the law by banning their employees or workplace faith, even if it's in a government office. 
Liberty Council and our friend Matt Staver sent a letter of complaint to the city of Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, last week Monday, alleging that officials who were city employees were forbidden access to decorate their own personal workspaces with religious Christmas displays. They're not doing this like out in the public or somewhere. I mean, it's, they're sitting at their desk. They can't have a little Christmas tree at their desk, no. Christian Post also reported this. They reached out to city officials regarding the Liberty Council letter and the response was not provided by press time. So the government didn't respond, but according to the Liberty Council, this, the email to the city manager's office said the following, quote, um, government employees are to refrain from using religious decorations or solely associated with Christmas, such as red and green colors, when decorating public spaces within city buildings. Instead, we encourage you to adopt for more neutral and inclusive decorations that celebrate the season without favoring any particular faith belief system. In other words, no Jesus at Christmas. You can have snowflakes. Well, the snowflakes are appropriate for liberals, right? Because uh, they melt under pressure. The suggestions given by the city manager's office include non-religious symbols, including winter. Let's celebrate winter instead of Christmas. So snowflakes are okay. The, main, the directive maintained that festive lighting and greenery, so plants or pine trees, can create warmth and a welcoming atmosphere without specific religious connotations. In other words, religion is banned. Secular speech is okay but religious speech is banned. Well, well, that's a blatant litmus test. That's a blatant infringement and, and, and it breaks the First Amendment. Here's another quote from their office email to their employees, quote, by embracing inclusive decorating practices, we can reinforce our commitment to being a more equitable and welcoming place, but not for Christians, right? For all people who live in Wauwatosa, but not for Christians, uh, and so they can do business in our community and our coworkers, but not for Christians." End quote. The complaint letter denounced this directive. The lawyers with Liberty Council argued the following, quote, employees may not be punished by the city for decorating the holidays, religious significance such as Thanksgiving and Christmas. The Christmas holiday ban violates the U.S. Constitution by showing hostility toward Christianity, end quote. And that's the news, our thanks to Christian Post, and I think The Blaze also covered that. Uh, you government employees, starting with the Speaker of the House, right, who dare to bring your faith into your workspace, which you do not shed just because you're elected, right? In fact, that would be unconstitutional public litmus test for office. You can't have a litmus test that says Christians can't serve in the government. Christians can serve in the government and they can believe what they want and they can express what they want even after they're elected or appointed. In fact, if they're fired, the courts have ruled repeatedly, that's viewpoint discrimination against the Christians and that violates the First Amendment. So by trying to keep the First Amendment in their imaginary separation of church and state, they're actually violating the First Amendment by establishing an atheist government religion. And that's even worse than allowing Jesus. The Bible says this in John 15. Remember the word that I said to you, Jesus said, the servant is not greater than his Lord. 
If they persecuted you, me, they'll also persecuted you. If you have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for those government employees in Wisconsin who are Christian, who wanna have a Christmas tree or green and red colors at their desk, uh, or even in the public square. Father, we pray that nativity scenes are brought back. We pray that uh, Christmas is celebrated for the sake of Jesus Christ, who was born around that time when we celebrate his birth anyway. And Father, we pray that nobody will silence the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. In Jesus' name, amen. Take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted, you want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children in some of the poorest slums overseas. We're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and Merry Christmas to you. This holiday season, we ask for your financial support. Uh, remember us in your end of year giving because if you give before December 31st, it's tax deductible in this calendar year. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 9. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Please donate today at PrayInJesusName.org. 
If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.